Hello, and welcome back for another episode of Siblings Unhinged. I am Wesley, joined by my sister, Virginia. And Hello. this week, we got some fun things to talk about. We're going to be throwing in a mix of uh, some funny stories and also some sad ones, maybe a little bit. But Virginia, how was this past week for you? Um, fine. I don't awesome. know. Awesome. So I... Yeah, let's talk uh, about you. Actually... <laughs> Go ahead. No, um, it's it's good, fine. Um, actually, so my husband is in the military. He's in the reserves, so he's not active duty, but he and we're just okay. Let me finish a thought before I start my next thought. All right, okay. So three nights this week, he had military calls starting at seven p.m. And so one of them lasted for three, almost three hours or three and a half hours. Oh I mean, my they goodness. were just long, long calls. And so it was kind of a bummer because the evening time is the time that we get together without right. our kids being awake. And that's really important time for us, for me, for my emotional and mental well-being, mm. you know, to have something to Which look forward to. You call it whatever you want, okay, <laughs> Mister? Also high maintenance, but you know doesn't doesn't admit it. Doesn't, but doesn't. I know things anyway. I've seen some things in my day. I've seen some things. You, I've seen things you've only seen in your nightmares. Um. So, yeah, that was kind of a bummer because the evenings are the time that I get essentially social interaction with another adult outside uh, right. of my kids because I don't see other adults very often being a stay-at-home mom and right. so little things like that like mean a lot when you're a stay-at-home parent who's pretty isolated um, and I'm working on that I am working on trying to find friends and build a network and get out and get the kids out I mean the kids go like the kid anyway whatever so yeah and we're going to talk about this this episode. We're going to talk more about what it was like to grow up in a military family and mm -hmm. uh, the impacts of that, just mil mi military life in general. And obviously, I can lend a different perspective now because I'm married to somebody in the military and wasn't just raised by one. So right. that's what that's what we're set up for here. Yeah, I, and the reason this kind of got spurred was I am obviously, you know, trying to join the military here, Air Force, uh, Chair Force, and uh, Seth. <laughs> Seth makes Seth makes me laugh because he's always like Wesley, join the army. Yeah, like join the army. And then he turns around and he's like, oh, the army sucks. Like, they make us do all this stuff. I'm like, that's not how you sell things. Like, when you go to buy a car, they're not like, you should totally buy this car. It gets terrible gas mileage. It's a really crappy car. You'll probably hate it. But, dude, it's a cool car. Huh? You'll get to show it off. It's like, mm, I don't feel very convinced right now. So, mm -hmm. um, everyone who has ever joined the army, what do they always say? I wish I'd joined the Air Force. That's what they always no. say. No. <laughs> Listen, anyways. So I'm joining. I'm going to be joining the Air Force, and um, this past week I had to go to MEPS, which is the Military Entrance Processing something, whatever thing. And uh, I had to go to Oklahoma City. It's kind of a drive. It's like four hours, and uh, of course was not prepared for it, in the sense that I wasn't supposed to go to like 
I should go to the Arkansas one because I'm in Arkansas, but they send the unit I'm joining, they send their guys there because I guess it's easier to get in or get approved, right? You have to go through some testing, some physical testing, some medical stuff. Anyway, I was not given the proper paperwork, so I showed up and they're like, hey, basically I didn't know where I was supposed to go um, at the hotel, check in, but we figured it out. And then the next day, you know, we had to get up at 4 a.m. and show up and line up and, you know, show up at this building. I drove separate, so I didn't go on the bus with everybody else because I was going to, I didn't take a bus because I was wanted to drive. And we're lined up outside. And of course, I'm first in line because I was the first one there. And this guy comes up to me, civilian, and he's real bitchy. He's just kind of like grumpy. You know, it's, it's 5 a.m. or whatever. He's like, what are you here for? I'm like, Meps? I what do you want me to say? I mean that's why that's why I'm here. I'm here for Meps. Right. I don't know. <laughs> and he just gave me the Are you stupid look? Like just the you know, you know that look, right? Mm -hmm. The like really? You know, you you kinda drop the head a little bit, lift an eyebrow, like, mm -hmm. really? And uh yeah, just like that. You're good at that face. <laughs> Are you stupid <laughs> face? <laughs> <laughs> I've had to and, use uh, it a lot growing up with you. I think most bre <laughs> boy i can't wait till we start recording in person because i'm just gonna get like a nerf gun i have a nerf gun Shoot I, no, me? Like, i'm just gonna why do men poppy. always resort to violence why like why i think it really is a sign of your cry? lower levels of intelligence okay well women are more 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 in tune with their emotions which actually oh yeah you makes guys are sense as to why we emotional. don't have as many anger and violent outbursts because okay. it's not all Hold bottled on. up and shoved down there and denied, right? Because emotional Gotta intelligence, love. I mean, you know. Hey, you want to open that can of worms? Let's go. Okay. Let's go, boy. Calm down. Sorry. Let me just pull the 10-minute <laughs> clip from all the other episodes and just insert here. Everyone, insert 10-minute clip here. Listen to it. You already know. <laughs> You've heard it 100 times. You've heard it 30 times already. Um, I love that we say oh, women are more emotional. We act like the emotions men experience are not emotion. Like, hmm, what? Anger, you know, that kind of... Yeah. How are the... Whatever. We talk about it all the time. Whatever. Anyways, so I say MEPS. The guy looks at me like I'm stupid. And he's like, are you here for a physical or for something in this? And I just go, physical. I don't know. I don't know. I was like, I think right. it's physical. By the way, I'm recording a parking lot and someone just parked right next to me. And this happened earlier, but I can't I can't stop now. So this is great. This is wonderful. They're they're Wesley, knocking on my window. Wes no, I'm kidding. Wesley's wearing a like pink shirt. Oh, I'm wearing a freaking pink shirt. And his face is matching his shirt. It's right matching now. the shirt. I am pretty red right now. And I'm yeah, so anyway, um gotta love it. I need to get a recording. Come on, studio. Wes. I thought you um, had one out of a, out of both of us who yeah, like. Watch this. You know what? Let me do a quick interview. F. Excuse me, sir. How you feeling tonight? Oh, I'm doing pretty good. How are you? Yeah, whatever. Anyways, so I say physical, and then he asked the next person, and they literally looked at me and looked at him and said, "Uh, physical." Like none of us knew because right. we're there for. They say go to Meps. Like they don't tell it. Whatever. And uh, luckily, I was right. Um, <laughs> lucky guess. And uh, so, you know, we go through the line, we're doing our thing, and people are yelling and kind of being, you know, they're being direct. It's the military. It wasn't bothering me, and it didn't bother me that the guy looked at me like that, but I was just like, hey, at the very first 
point in line. That's the only point. Because at that, at that instance, we hadn't had any instruction from anyone in the building, right? Like once you get in and you're following their orders, then don't be an idiot because they are making it clear to you what to do, right? Because they don't know who informed you, who told you what to do, right? That, mm-hmm. And that's not your fault. Anyway, so we're going through and throughout the whole process, some of the like one guy didn't make the weight requirement and he didn't, he was like a, he was an older guy, but he was a police officer and he was fit. Like he was muscular, but he didn't make the weight requirement and they literally cut him right there and we're like, you're done, go home. And he had to leave, like he didn't qualify. Wow, weight requirement as in like he weighed too much? Yeah, so like I'm gonna make the, up the numbers. He was 5'8 and 220. And if you're 5'8 and age, you know, he's 30 and you're age 30, you're allowed to weigh from 160 to 200 pounds. And if you were oh, under that or it. over that, boom, they don't let you in. Which is silly because once you're in the Air Force, it doesn't matter. You just have to be able to pass the, the PT test. Right, because um, I've, I've definitely seen some pretty out of shape military some, members. We've, we've <laughs> some chunky Air Force guys in our day. Um, <laughs> that's for sure. But uh, so I kind of felt bad for that guy because it's like he, he, I, he had muscle. And I'm like, if you were skinny like all these other little kids and had the same weight amount of fat on your body, you would have been fine. But the muscle got him, right? Anyway, um, we had to do a hearing test. I have great hearing and vision. But then they're like, all right, we're going to, you know, examine you, um, you know, check your genitals, whatever, check for hernias, examine your, they're like, we're going to examine your penis and, you know, make sure you don't have any like polyps or whatever. Um, and then they're like, and we're going to examine your rectum. And this is Wesley's like, favorite part, by the way. <sighs> So I was so excited and literally (laughs) we're in this room, right? And there's women and men in here and the guys going through it and explaining the whole process of basically what all was going to happen in the day. And he's going through that spot and he said, you know, for the rectal exam, you'll bend over, place, you know, one hand on each butt cheek and spread your, your, your butt cheeks apart. And everyone is, you know, dead serious face. Right. And I'm not going to lie. I like turned and like looked over my shoulder at the guy next to me and gave a slight smirk. So I'm like, come on, no one's going to laugh at this. Like, but <laughs> nobody did. I didn't, but I wanted to. I know that's immature, but I just couldn't help it. Like, I'm just you like, probably would have get railed on, man. You probably would have. Oh, they would've I, they would've been, I probably would have like, got. You I'm, think this is funny? I could have got sent home. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, they just been like, just go. And uh, so then, of course, the doctor is like 100 years old and he <laughs> typed with one finger. He typed with one finger. That's no exaggeration. Truly, just one finger. Boom. Boom. I was watching. I'm like, I am going to fall asleep. Well, he it's typed, like the he's typing my name. It's like the sloth in Zootopia. <laughs> Literally, it was the sloth in Zootopia. And uh, I couldn't believe it. Um, but yeah, the guy, you know, he checks me, checks my front. And then he's like, all right, turn to your side. And I. I didn't, I thought I was going to bend over and like put my arms on the table. Cause in, I know this may sound silly, but in movies and stuff like that's, it always seems like the guy bends over and puts his like forearms on the table. Uh-huh. And so I like went to do that, but then he grabbed my chest and back and like turned me back to the side and just, and just bent me over and then was like, all right, sp- spread your butt cheeks. And I want, I cannot tell you how bad I wanted to make a joke, <laughs> but I didn't. Um, but you know, I'm good. I'm good. I passed. So, um, yay me. Anyways, that was my first kind of real experience with the, you know, I mean, I've had plenty of experience with military people, but they're never treating me as if I'm in the military. Right. Like, you know, we grew up going to the base all the time with dad. Um, 
do you have any what memories do you have or do you have any fun memories of going to the base with dad either during work hours or after work hours or anything like that meeting people etc well yeah i mean it was it was always cool to go and i always felt so proud of him because dad was an officer right and so not an enlisted member and so he usually had and of course these are memories from when i can remember so obviously he's gonna be more uh further along in his career than he was in the beginning everyone starts out at the same level right pretty much and so i was always so proud that he had his own office right and we um would go to the gym on base a lot of times mom would take us and we'd go work out on uh on base And when I got older, I started running with dad and then I did a couple runs with him and his guys as they prepped for the PT test. And that was fun, right? I mean, I was always, we've all, we're all competitive courtesy of dad. And so it was just so fun to go (laughs) and run with these grown men and beat them as like a 13 year old what of course ever um, whatever whatever i a bro you're saying you're making this ask up ask dad you're making this up oh, remember you, there you, was you, one guy who was like an ultra i swear like a marathon runner or ultra marathon runner because we were running we ran two miles all of us like the big group and he was running a lot farther than that he passed us i don't know how many times like three or four times i believe it i believe it I'm, I'm like, bro, this guy's insane. Anyway, I remember running with dad and I, this was one, like one of the only times in my life, aside from this past year where I was actually consistent <laughs> with exercising. And so I got good at running good for me not good good but good for me right and dad of course is competitive right so we were doing a run and dad always beat me always right he was the one who was like hey like catch up to me stick to my hip come on i can't do it you can you won't do it you know i mean right Right. like the military coming out and him it was full on and during this one run i still remember it. it was an amazing day it was an amazing day for me where i felt so good and so i passed him on the way back and he looked at me as I passed him he's like what are you doing what what are you doing and I just kept going <laughs> so he's like he couldn't believe I was passing him it was just unbelievable to him and then uh one of the lieutenants uh was me and him were neck and neck and I don't know how old this guy was he was probably in his 20s but to me he seemed you know practically middle-aged right <laughs> And we both started picking up the pace, right? You know, when you're neck and neck with somebody and you both start running faster and faster. And my dad yelled at him, Lieutenant, if you beat her, you're in so much trouble. And If you beat her course, or if you let her beat you? If you beat her. I'm pretty sure that's what he said. Like if you beat her or if she. No. I don't remember. No. no he, I, he no. said. He would have said if you let her beat you, you're in trouble. Or if she beats you, you're in trouble. Like, he wouldn't have wanted him to lose. He would have been like, bro, don't lose to a girl. He would not have wanted you to win, like, let him let you, let him. No, 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 Wait, no. I, I don't. No, I, I hear you. I'll have to ask. I'll have to ask. You, it... Let me tell the story. So, 
And then we weren't even there anyway. So we were in a full out sprint at the end. Of course, the lieutenant he he beat, he beat me. You, yeah. It was pretty close. It was pretty close. Sure, it anyway, was. But it was that's like the only not the only time because this last year, I did run dad into the ground, and he even called John Michael and was like, "I never thought I'd see the day that your sister would run me into the ground, but uh, here we are." Yeah. Amazing, amazing day. But before last year when I was training. You had to wait till he had a torn Achilles and was 60. But you did it, Ginny. You got his ass. Good job. Good job. You did it. Um, But I I do. I I was very fond of that time when I would go running with dad. Right. And his military guys. And um, made me feel like part of the group, even though I definitely wasn't. Right. But dad was always happy to bring us along and of course i um went with him to several military functions that were nicer you know throughout your military career you're going to go to different almost like galas you know right type fancy ceremony different ceremonies things like that yeah and so you dress up and there's usually dancing and yummy food and i've i went to a couple with him and that was always those are fond memories of being able to go with him. It was super exciting as, you know, daddy-daughter date and being able to dress up real nice with him and his, you know, dress blues. And, of course, dad being dad would always introduce me as his girlfriend, which now looking back, the fact uh, that I was freaking 12, like, I'm like, you, I mean, <laughs> I everyone knew it was, well, there were a couple people who always would, like, kind of get, like, that alarmed look on their face initially and then and then dad, catch on that it was so a let joke. me let me but i'm like dad was joking like you can't do that these days no you can't do no that let's you can't let's do that these yeah days. let's just really quickly before we get you know whatever service they have nowadays called on that okay first off dad we like to get rises out of people right so literally tonight we had a family dinner and we had some friends there uh my parents friends you know some couple from church and they were talking about, I don't remember what they were talking about. And then dad said something like, oh, well, Wesley's biological father uh, was actually, is really, was really, is a really good dancer or this and that. And they were looking <laughs> kind of questioningly like, hmm. And, uh, and then they picked up on it that dad was joking. It was, he's still the biological father. Um, but dad likes to joke like that. And that is a funny thing because people always go, oh, who's this? Right. And cause they're like, is this a granddaughter? Is this a daughter? Is this a friend? Is this a wife? Whatever. And he's like, oh, this is my girlfriend. And sometimes you and mom are there and it's, or Janessa and you and my, it's like, oh, this is my wife. And these are my girlfriends, you know, like, oh, I'm so funny. <laughs> and it is funny, but yeah, nowadays, oh gosh. I mean, you get canceled for anything nowadays, but that, that's definitely can't crack that one anymore that let we bury got to bury that one that joke is is gone is done yeah about dating minors you can't let's just leave that well, in the past for sure i mean some not that you know some minor attraction whatever but it's it's funny oh, that is not like the, the no whatever that's not let's thing. not even i didn't want to go there i don't want to go there don't get me started don't get me started oh i talked about that never mind anyways um so I went to Ike Skelton, uh, which is the like main National Guard base uh, in Missouri for their National Guard, mm-hmm. and I assume Army National Guard in Missouri. Uh, I went there just a couple weeks ago. Had to do some paperwork, yada yada. And it was a trip down memory lane because I haven't been there in 
over a decade since we lived in Jefferson City. And we walked up some stairs and I realized what building we're in. I said, hey, dad, do you remember a long time ago we came here to watch a BYU football game? It was BYU versus Oklahoma. I remember this. Sam Bradford was playing for Oklahoma uh, at the time. How do you remember that? I I remember. And the score was like 14 to uh, 7. And uh, Sam Bradford broke his collarbone. Um, and <gasps> BYU ended up winning the game, and they really weren't supposed to. And everyone's like, oh, they, they wouldn't have won if Sam Bradford didn't get hurt. Right. Um, which is probably true. And then, of course, he went on to play for the Rams and then wasn't that great. Anyways, but we all we went and got sodas at a Phillips 66. And the entire time, what is Dad saying? Do not spill your drink. Okay, if you spill your drink in here, like, you're in so much trouble. Don't do it. You spill your drink. Yeah, right, because we're on base. Wa- yeah. Like, f- not totally that we're not just like supposed to be there, but it's like, you know, you're not supposed to be yeah. there. And <laughs> whatever. And, of course, it, I, it, who spilled their drink? Dad. Dad spilled his freaking cherry <laughs> soda. His cherry soda all over the freaking carpet table. Uh, oh, my gosh. He was so pissed. <laughs> I bet the stain's still there if I had found the room. Um, but, uh, yeah, I was, it, I'd still remember that. Dad that. has, yeah, he, he has a bad I, habit of spilling things ever since he was little. Grandma Ginny said that she had to mop every single day because he spilled his milk every single day when he was little. And I don't know if he's really grown out of that spills a lot of stuff and still gets mad about it. And what is like the same level of anger. And (laughs) I, dad remind, I don't know what it reminds me of, but he does this whole like, God bless it. Yeah. But he'll almost, he'll almost like turn to somebody. It's that video, that dog that gets like bumped by the vacuum and then it attacks the dog next to it. And that runs you a dad. (laughs) That'll spill something. And I'm next to him. He's like, damn it, Wes. It's like, I'm just standing here. Like, (laughs) what did I do? Um, (laughs) Do you remember when we were driving down to the cabin that we rented for Christmas and we stopped, uh, I think it was the come and go in by Fort Leonard Wood and we all, we got sodas and drinks. That was kind of like our pit stop. Me, Dad and Jamaica were driving in the Hyundai and you weren't in the car, but Dad had a 32 ounce soda and he picked it up, <laughs> you know, by the lid and it just opened oh, no. and it fell onto me and the entire soda emptied. Well, okay, half the soda emptied, and then he tried to grab it and, like, tipped it onto me. So then literally all 32 ounces came out onto me, and I didn't say a word. I literally just – it splashed on me. He's – he goes nuts, and I didn't say a word, and then I just started laughing because I just couldn't believe it. And, uh, of course, then there's, like, a pool of soda underneath the seat because it was so much, right? It just went everywhere. Right. And I – wore those like clothes the rest of the way down because I didn't have my bags. It was like in someone else's car. So I just went in the gas station and like basically soaked them oh and then dried them with paper towels and just sat in soda the rest of the way. <laughs> oh my gosh. But you were you 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 didn't even have a reaction. I didn't because I was so shocked and I thought it was so funny because just just the oh and th- this is the important note. He hadn't taken a sip yet. So it was a brand new soda. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> he like I didn't even sip it. Which of course would just make him even angrier. Yeah, that's why. And I was I was laughing. I was just laughing about his reaction. Um, yeah, it just it just it was funny. It was just funny. I just couldn't believe it. Um, okay, speaking of funny things and not having a reaction, um, you know, the other week was a rough. It was the day I was driving to Meps, the day of the Taco Bell, and everything was just going down the drain, and I was just not having it. Um, so last night, I go to bed, right? So excited, going to go to sleep, and then I have this dream, and I'm getting chased by this alligator. It's really not important, but it was very real. It was very, very real, and I was running from it this. It was a vivid dream. It was a very was a vivid, vivid dream. dream. In fact, I would say it was an alternate reality and I was watching it happen, you know, that there's another Wesley out there, alternate reality, who got eaten by an alligator. Right as the alligator was about to get me, I woke up as I was falling and as I was falling, I was actually falling in real life next to, on the end of my bed, standing next to my TV, I knock my TV off my like dresser thing this box of pop I had a thing of popcorn I fall on the ground and I am drenched in sweat and I'm dazed I'm like what just happened and I sit up and I'm like trying to come to and I'm like what, what is going on and my body hurts like I like I could feel that I had hit things and my roommate has been in a I hurt, whole freaking fight with his room <laughs> well my roommate wakes up Asleep. and comes and knocks on my door and I come to the door. He's like, "Are you okay?" And I said, "I don't even know what happened. I just, I, I'm." It's like, "Bro, what happened? Like, I thought we were having an earthquake." I turn on my light, and when I say my room was thrashed, it looked like someone was looking for something in my room. Okay, I had knocked over this, like basically a dresser, a thing of cubbies. There's book, like th it was thrown to the ground, stuff everywhere. I knocked a theater bucket of popcorn onto the ground there's popcorn in my hamper on the floor my tv was knocked to the floor my bed was torn apart <laughs> and knocked everything off my desk i <laughs> have bruised i bruised my legs because i fell backwards and landed on something i don't know what so i have marks on my body so in my sleep i was running from this alligator and i was actually Running from this alligator in real Actually life. Actually running I, from this alligator. Like, he's like I, pulling over his dresser, throwing throwing the popcorn at it. I mean, he's just I don't, total, totally asleep, dude. We are going Sleep to, walking. We, I, I, maybe, maybe, maybe I'll have to post a picture. And, uh, You're dangerous. I, I don't know if I was crawling across my desk and dresser and then fell off of them. I don't know what I was doing, but I woke up and had torn apart my, my sleep. Um, That's scary is what that is. I mean, it's hilarious, but it's scary. It is scary, but it is so funny. And I I wanted to call someone so bad because I truly was laughing. Like I was, I could not believe it. I just, it was. But what if you have a dream? What if you have a dream where you're like, I'm going skydiving. And so here I go jumping out of this airplane and you jump out of your effing two story window. Do you ever. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put that in my head, Virginia. Oh my gosh. Lock your window. 23 babe. year old male uh, jumps from window, but what are the corner? Corner states that the male was asleep during the act. Um. 
there's that's not going to happen. Jenny, if that happens, this is proof. So I'm posting this before. I'm going to get this queued up. And so then it's going to be your fault. Um, it's not my fault. Okay. Yeah. You would. Yeah. You would make me jump out of a two-story window. You'd be like, you do it. You see what happens. Yeah. You should see if you can fly. Go ahead. Go see ah. if you can fly. <laughs> Since when am I this heinous, like, evil witch? I. You said it, not me. I didn't say it. <laughs> um, yeah, I, I, I mean, I used you should go get checked. Come again? But you can't. I said you should go get checked, get some sort of evaluation or something. They need to put you in it. What they need to do is do like some sleep test or something where they hook up all the monitors to you while you sleep. And so they can watch your brain. Okay. There's, I swear. Yeah. Sleep. Some, sleep. Yeah. I want to do that. I think that'd be cool, but it'd also be scary because I don't want them to tell me something like, "Yeah, you are schizophrenic." I don't know. Like, I wouldn't. <laughs> I don't know. There's no way. They're like, "You are a genius. You're you're an artist. You have unlocked potentials. You have unlocked superhuman powers <laughs> that the, only come out when you're sleeping." The, I'm Moon Knight. I'm straight up Moon Knight. That's what happened. Dude, someone broke into my house last night, and I fought them in my sleep. And you, and you fought my them. Alter and you, you, mm. My alter ego. My alter ego. Alligator killer, as we'll call him. Um, alligator Yeah. My gosh. I couldn't believe it. I, I, I have a habit of, of sleepwalking. Great. I'm going to go to basic training, and I'm going to fight someone in my sleep, and then get back to bed, and then they'll be like, who beat up, who beat up private Bob? And I got a black eye, and they're like, "Well, it was obviously Wesley." I'm like, "I, I slept all night. I don't know what you're talking about." <laughs> no, I think uh, you subconsciously know if there's somebody else. Yes, in the room, I like, do. You know, I do. I it's do. It's like it's like me and like, like like when you sleep in the bed with somebody else. You know, yeah. like me and Seth. I mean, I. We, we don't roll on top of each other. We don't no. roll into each other. You know what I mean? Yep. Like you, we know that the other person is there and we stay on our sides of the bed. Yeah. I mean, there have been moments where Seth like stretched and freaking elbowed me in the face. Right. But they're pretty much awake but. when they do that. You know what I mean? <laughs> um, I, I mean, you sleeping with... He's doing that on purpose? Yeah. <laughs> sleeping with pets. Oh, sorry. I didn't see you there. <laughs> Oh, and pets and pets. Yeah. Like you don't launch them off the bed, like kicking did, them or something. I did one time, one single time, but I was awake. That's the thing, right? Like, like I've never, I, cause I had a cat and she used to sleep in my bed all the time. There was never an issue. Um, but one time sweet pea, now Janessa's dog, um, he was a puppy still. And I was on my side and he was on my back. This side. is why he, this is why he's weird. This is why he's weird. Oh my gosh. And he's a little odd. No, the only reason he's weird is <laughs> because he's spoiled. Um, because he's spoiled rotten. He, he is. He was on my backside and I, I like was awake and I was straight, you know, like laying out straight. And then I like, you know, bowed up. So stuck my tummy out and then I like curled into a ball really fast. I don't know why, but I just remember hearing three sounds. It was like. Like uh, like his, he made these noises. So it was like a, uh, when I bumped him with my butt and then he did a little kind of a half yelp when he hit the wall. He was like, uh, and then he hit the floor and it was more of a dud sound because the, the wind knocked. He was like, it was like, uh, uh, 
like just kind of like, and and I remember turning on the light, like sweepy, and he's laying there like looking up at me. His eyes are half open, and he was like, what? Because he was asleep. Oh, I felt so he's bad. Like, what the hell just happened? Oh I gosh. felt so bad. I fell out of a well, bunk Well, you're definitely bed. not the only person who who's like done. Like, I I swear, when I was younger, I, this hasn't happened to me since I've you know grown up. But had had those like dreams where you dream you're falling, yeah, or you're running from somebody yeah. and you fall, and then you wake up and, and you're you like falling. are bouncing on your bed. You like wake up oh, and yeah. you're like. Like like you've actually fallen. I swear, I swear something. Like I'm like I didn't just. There's something. What? I'm saying I'm saying there's something trip. Like there's some sketchy. There's some I don't know. Matrix maybe. Have you? There's there's a. This is not real. But there was like oh it's actually the when the angels have come to get you to like take you away in your sleep and they drop you by accident, like your spirit back in your body. Oh well, they haven't come to get me for a while. They do not want you. The They're like, one, we want they you. Do they do not want you. <laughs> <as possible>. um, <laughs> I no. I only remember one of those dreams because I I I say I haven't had one in a while, but well, I technically had one last night, uh, kind of. Uh, but like, I haven't had one of those where I'm falling. Uh, yeah, I would say so. <laughs> yeah, but I haven't had one of those where I'm falling. Here's the thing that dream like I was I woke up as I was stepping back from the alligator in like mid fall like I didn't I, it was weird like I fell after I woke up you know I think that's why because I you know I'm more coordinated in my sleep um, apparently so but unfortunate uh, could have gone pro if only I could have slept the whole time um, <laughs> I remember one of those falling dreams I was running towards this cliff and our old karate teacher sensei evan shout out to evan honestly one of the coolest guys ever so cool and uh i was running and he was like standing near this cliff and as i ran by he just tripped me and i fell off the cliff the son of a bitch and right as i hit the bottom when i mean i i hit the bottom like and i woke up i hit i hit the i woke up as i hit the bed and i bounced a good eight inches off the bed. So I I believe that I was standing on the bed and jumped. And then just, oh, jumped and I, then I, belly flopped. I, I do believe, because I bounced a, a good probably half a foot, eight inches off the bed. So, I mean, I bounced hard. and uh, Okay, half a foot. I mean, I know you think that that's a lot, Listen, Wes, but... can I be real? Can I be real honest with you? I never even thought about that till just now. People are always like, oh, six inches. You say half a foot? Oh my gosh, that's a lot. Are you gonna start using that now? You're be like, hey, I'm <laughs> quarter of a foot, dude. I'm quarter of a foot. Quarter of a foot, no quarter of anything unless it's a quarter of a million dollars. I, that's literally what I was gonna say. What about a quarter of a million? <laughs> anyway, um, half a baby's foot. No, um. Yeah, the the falling. I don't know what it is. I saw a thing about the the something in the brain. I I can't remember now, but it was talking about whatever sense it is that controls that or whatever it gets messed with when you sleep. Um, wow, but that's that a was very so illuminating. Thank you. Shut up. Shut up. That's a common. That's a very common thing that people experience. Like the. Yeah, and the, you've got like. Mega extreme, or whatever that is. Yeah, Ginny. 
everything I have is mega extreme. Okay. Mega extreme anxiety, depression. So is it not? <laughs> Kidding. I, I made a, I did that joke. That joke. It's like, man, if, if God hadn't given me depression and anxiety and this and that and these, diabetes, yeah. oh man, I would be, I would be unstoppable. Yeah, it's true. Um, Jeez, dreams. I'm trying to think. Did you ever, have you had dream? Oh, repeat dreams. What repeat dreams have you had? I definitely have had repeat dreams, but I cannot remember what they were about right now. But I know I've had them. I remember the one repeat dream. And, I, and I it freaked me out even more because people said, like, if you have a dream more than three times, it's like it means it's going to come true. Whatever. Or it's a prophecy, you know? Well. I'm like, bro, the dream that I just had whoa. about Chris Evans and Chris Henry Cavill, please. make it come true, honey. Please make come, it true. come true. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just... <laughs> I... My repeat dream that I had, like the most, and I had this all the time, I would wake up after a bad dream and I would go into mom and dad's room and I'd open their door and I'd open it and then there'd be these two monsters that were kind of like werewolf cyclops looking things. They had scary teeth, but they only have one eye and they turn around and they were eating mom and dad and it was like <gasps> graphic to me like it truly yes, wasn't it wasn't it, but like I, there was like there was always a little bit of blood on their face. Like I knew I knew they were eating mom and dad. And, uh, so I, I always had this dream. Um, that is so terrible. And, and yeah. And the issue was, is it'd be really scary. Then they would jump on me and eat me. And then I would wake up right as they like got me and then I'd be terrified. And what would I want to do? Go to mom and dad's room. But I'm like, wait a second. I just did that. I just had and got eaten. I just had this dream where <laughs> I went there and they were being eaten. So oh, you poor thing. So. I took my blanket and pillow and I went into the hallway and slept in front of their door. Aww, Wes. And then mom or dad would wake up whenever they did and then they'd pick me up and bring me and put me back in bed the night, in the morning. Oh my gosh, how sweet is that? That's so cute. I'm so cute. Yeah, when dad would put me back in my bed after I fell asleep in their bed, uh, I, I slept on the top bunk and the fan was on. <laughs> and uh yeah in his words him and mom you know he's putting me up and mom's like oh like careful right typical and dad's like i know what i'm doing and then he lifts me up and my head and the fan connect but the fan's on so it goes bam 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 bam, bam just against my head <laughs> And dad and mom were like, <gasps> like, I don't know if he just like dumped me in my bed or like pulled me back down, but they like waited and I did not wake up. Knocked you I out. I stayed passed out. <laughs> I'm pretty sure that happened more than once when he was lifting me into my bed and the fan was, you know, so close to the bunk bed that he just whacked my head against the fan. But I stayed asleep the whole time. So that's impressive. I, I'm trying to think of, oh, I remember, I say I remember, that's a lie because I was asleep, but I remember being told that I fell asleep on the couch and we had some missionaries over, um, Mormon missionaries and we were always like buddies with them, right? Um, semi buddies, whatever. 
and they were trying. You thought you were buddies. Well, no, no, no. I <sighs> shut up. And they uh, they tried to wake me up apparently, and I don't know. I can't remember if this was right when they got there. Or I fell asleep after they were there. Whatever. Apparently, they threw pillows at me and hit me in the face like multiple times and like smacked me with pillows, and I didn't wake up. And they were like, "We thought you were faking it." They said, "But." Like you were not, you were out and I didn't believe them. And then I think there was a picture or a video and now I want to find it because they, there's a video of them like smacking with a pillow and I'm just out, just drooling on the couch and they just, I didn't wake up. I don't, I don't understand it, man. I know there are different levels of being in deep sleep versus lighter sleep, but let me tell you when my kids like when I want to wake them up, it's like we're getting up early to go somewhere or something and I got to wake them up. They're the hardest. They're the hardest to wake up. Right. You go in there. You literally are like, hey, like you you rub their back. Then you're like shaking them. You're like, you know, patting their cheeks a little bit. You're like, hello, wake up. We got to go. And they are just not They're out. But when I don't want them to be awake. I can freaking breathe too loud outside their door. And they're like, mommy. I'm like, oh, my God. Or I try to sneak in and grab grab something. And I make one little sound or the door hinge creaks just a little bit. And they're like, eyes wide open. They see me. I'm like, come the frick on. Like, (laughs) what the hell? (laughs) How do you know? They know. They know. It's it's so Mom wants weird. me to be asleep right now, so don't be asleep. Be awake. You're always a light sleeper when you don't need to be and a heavy sleeper when you don't need to be. Like I feel like it's a rule because I know there was a random stint uh, when I was in high school where I literally would wake up when someone touched the doorknob. So like I would be asleep and mom would come in and if she touched the doorknob, like touched it, it made a little click. You know, if they're loose, they like click. I would literally wake up. And I would sit up in bed and mom would open the door. It was always like, hey, are you awake? You need to go or or whatever it was. Right. And I'd be like, I'm awake. And she's like, you just woke up. Like you could tell because I I literally just woke up. Mm -hmm. And then there's times where, dude, I I can sleep through freaking anything. Like I just, I can't wake up, you know. Yeah, I know. You've been on my couch plenty of times. Oh, yeah. It's great. Kids. It's, <laughs> I mean, Wes just passes out and then the kids have a meltdown and he's still like <sighs> on the couch. I'm like, bro, how? <laughs> Mar- Marianne's like in my ear. Wesley, you want to go play dress up? <laughs> <laughs> he's snoring away. Oh, I- that is a, a skill. I fell asleep. It's a dad skill. I know I'm not a dad yet, but I, you know me, you know me. I embrace the dad like life. Okay. And the other day I went in to play dolls with Marianne and of course it was the doll, you know, we do the day and then, oh, it's time to go to sleep. It's the end of the day. So she puts the dolls in the bed and then I was like, oh, we should go to bed too. So I laid down on the ground and I passed out in about 10 seconds because I had only been running on a few hours of sleep. And I actually fell asleep and I was probably asleep for about 10 minutes. <laughs> and then she woke me up. She's like right over my face. Wesley, the dolls are awake. It's time to wake up. And I was like, okay, I'm awake. <laughs> yeah, I I was suspicious there for a minute. I was like, it's pretty, it's pretty quiet in there. Are they, did they fall asleep playing dollies? Apparently you did. Marianne just played quietly beside you or just waited 
for a while. I don't know. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's a skill. Dad. Th- yeah. Dad can sleep. Dad can fall. S- Dad can nap at 7 p.m. till 9. Wake up, grab a drink, and then go back to sleep and, like, sleep the rest of the night. Yeah. I If I take a nap too late in the day, I'm essentially screwed. Yeah. Like, I, it will take me forever to fall asleep, which actually kind of happened today. I took a later nap. So wish me luck. <laughs> Good luck. I used oh, to be I used to be that way. And then in the last 10 months of, you know, my vigorous schedule, schedule of, you know, uh-huh. five hours yeah. of pickleball um, a day and doing nothing. <laughs> pretty much. Um, doing whatever I like. A two hour the retired life at uh, 23. All right. All right. Okay. A two-hour nap was mandatory, like every hour, every day. And it's been a... Every hour, every day. I meant, That's impossible. I meant every day, okay? It's been a journey to, to get out of that habit because I'm like, around 2.30, I get real tired. I get, I'm like, I'm supposed to be asleep. I don't need to take a two-hour nap. Okay, but honestly, honestly, I feel like other cultures, like uh, Spanish, Hispanic, Latin culture... I feel like they're onto something, man, because when that afternoon slump hits, it is so hard to pull through, to just power through. Yeah. And so I think they're really onto something with doing the, the siesta, man, you know, like I, just having half your day and then you have a siesta and you have everyone rests and then you pick your day back up again and you just, you're, you're I mean, you're up later, but like, I don't know. Better maybe yet. Maybe that's how we're supposed to be doing things. Listen. I feel like maybe it'd make people more... Like instead of just trying to power through straight, straight through the whole day, because man, even if I get great sleep, the afternoon comes and my body's just like I'm tired. I, there's a there's a uh, TikTok or whatever, and it's like, um, I only got six hours of sleep. I'm so tired. Oh, me too. It's like I got ten hours of sleep, and I feel. Overtime, like, yeah, you slept too much. And then the guy's like, I got eight hours of sleep. And they're like, oh, yeah. And he's like, I'm still tired. <laughs> it's like, it does not matter. I truly, I feel like I have the same Seriously. amount of energy. It just, I will get, uh, my eyes might get heavier, but I feel like I can still be just as productive. But here's the thing. Around two or three o'clock, everybody starts to crash. I think that's when the workday should end. I think it should be eight to two. Because then you don't take a lunch, right? Because people take an hour lunch. You go in at eight. You work mm-hmm. till 12, four hours, two hours, six hours, six hour days. We already know that so much time is wasted in random meetings and like the traditional corporate where, you know, the going to the white collar, whatever job. Right. Get rid of those silly little meetings that can just be handled with an email sent out. Boom. There you go. You have a six hour work day. I don't know. I think, uh, I think I'm gonna try to make that happen. I'm gonna become president of the United States and make that mandatory. Six hour work days. You do that. You know, you might be one of the better candidates this next year. Dude, I honestly, (laughs) I, I, you could go to a Walmart and throw a quarter and the closest person it lands to and maybe Target. Okay. Let me backtrack. You go to Target and throw a quarter and whoever lands next to you, it's a, it's probably a 75% chance they're going to be a better candidate. (laughs) Okay. Honestly, it's. It's painful and it's sad. I mean, we literally have, I mean, yeah. Did you know um, uh, Senator Mitt Romney announced his retirement? He's not going to run for re-election. No way. And people were asking him, they're like, whoa, like, oh my gosh. Um, 
Is this also kind of like a message to your counterparts who you think need to retire? He's been he's essentially like, yeah, I think it's time for the older generation. Like we need more of like the younger generation to come up. And the younger generation at this point isn't that young, right? Like they're in comparatively, their 40s and 50s. <laughs> seriously. So um, I. Yeah, you look at the people we have freaking in their 70s, 80s and 90s. Yeah. Who don't know what the hell is going on. I mean, their aides have to tell them, hey, say this. Hey, do this. Does, I mean, they're just. Does the TikTok I, app. Does it tell me if I have diabetes or not? Because apparently it can dilate my blood. Like, no, no, wait, what? (laughs) All right, wait, no, shh, quiet. (laughs) Don't say anything. Oh, my gosh. Oh, my gosh, yeah. If there's an age requirement, there should be an age maximum. And I do think there is some, I think there, that's a valid point. I I seriously, I think 65. Even if you are, I mean, I've I've met some, I've met people who, I mean, I met a, a, a woman who was 99 and she was still sharp as a tack. Right? Yeah. I mean, she was there mentally oh, yeah. and a lovely woman. And I, so I know that there are people who have their mental faculties intact, regardless of how old they are. But I do think that it is also prudent to have people who, of other, ne- the next well, generations coming into power to be able to have things be a little bit more relevant or uh, applicable be able to progress to, more, evolve, yeah. applicable. Yeah, I mean, I think it, it just whatever. So so here here's my opinion on the age thing, right? Because let, let's, let's just call it as it is. The older you get, the more experiences you have, typically the more wise you become, right? Like you, you're gaining mm-hmm. wisdom, you're gaining experience. You've seen a lot, you understand a lot. And when it comes to... Um, political stuff, right? You're like, hey, we get this. We know the way it works. Right? We see if you do this, this happens. If you don't do this, this happens. I understand mm-hmm. that, okay? And I believe that if someone, a politician, truly had people's best interests at heart and wasn't like a selfish person, right? Wasn't doing it for gain, the older they are, the better. I I believe that. But here's the issue. Everyone's human, and 95% of all of those politicians are not doing it for the betterment of everybody else because they just love everyone. It makes them warm and fuzzy. No. Like, yeah. I, and that, that's the thing. is, And, and that's why, that's why there, I think if, if an old person truly had everyone's best interest heart and wasn't doing it at all for themselves, for their own gain, like they've seen the most crap and they should be smart enough to listen to the younger people. Right, the wisdom. Right, and be like, hey, what do we need to do to make this better for your future? Because I'm going to be gone, right? Um, but these old people, they're not doing that because they're in it for themselves. Uh, and that's a human thing, right? I mean, obviously it's not right, but like that's normal. That's how it goes. Uh, so I think that's the, that's the issue because I understand, because we know that people are not, these people aren't going to show up to want to help everybody. There should be an age maximum on it because, dude, you're gonna be gone in the next. Fu- Otherwise, uh, corrupt people just. If you can vote, forever, if you can right? vote a policy in, and 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 not and not a law like oh don't murder because obviously that's a, yeah let's vote that in let's hope that stays but you're gonna vote some sort of uh for example for example you know Joe Biden wants to do uh, uh clean energy by 2035 I think I honestly have no idea how how much has gone with that like if that's even in play I don't know I don't right. care 
but he's going to be gone before that hits, right? So it's like he's putting something in play that he's not going to be able to see through. He won't even see the impacts yeah, of his yeah, actions. Yeah, yeah, His decisions. I don't know. I think it's kind of silly. And? Yeah. Well, it, it is it is dangerous territory when you start making decisions that are never going to impact you, right? right? Like, I'm saying, like, decisions or rules or laws for people the majority of the population and you're not in that right, anymore right. right like you're in your retirement age you've got all this investment build up you it can be easy also yes you have the wisdom and knowledge but you can also lose touch with reality because you haven't been part of the working middle right. class for decades right like you right. you've got your sweet deals with the lobbyists and whatever and so you're set you know you like Nancy Pelosi and her freezer full of like Talenti ice cream or right, whatnot, right. you know? I mean, when she took everyone on a tour, I mean, <laughs> how tone deaf can you get? Um, anyway, yeah. Oh, I love it. I love it. So great. I think. Just love politics. Love our We should just churches. pool our money awesome. as a family and buy an island. You know, we talk about doing like a family compound and stuff all the time and we're never going to freaking do it because all of us are too independent and too stubborn. And so we're like, no, well, I want to live the way I well, want to live and I want to do things the way I want to do it. I think we can do it. So we would never actually We can do, do a family it. compound and I will just be like the president and then everything will run smoothly. Uh, you will just be in charge. Yeah. yeah. No, see, the problem in the Bradley family is there's too many uh, leaders – too many roosters, not enough chickens. If we're all you know roosters, I mean? though. Too many roosters. Like, it works, right? <laughs> fighting each other. <laughs> and not enough, not enough, not enough followers. No. <laughs> we're all like, I'm in charge. Buck, buck. No, I'm in charge. Buck, buck. No, Please, I'm in charge. Don't do that. No, like, don't do that. Don't ever do that. <laughs> what? You don't. I, do you remember, we went, on, do you remember when we went on TikTok? Puffing up our feathers. <laughs> Come What'd at you me, bro. Like, making ourselves look bigger. Um, do you remember when ah, we went on... Ah, <laughs> oh, my gosh. <laughs> do you remember we went on TikTok Live and we had people tell us, like, animals... Oh that was so funny. It was a, it was a little a little bit of fail. You know what? That is a fever dream, and I want... To forget it. I would have... Yes. Let yes, it go. I, I would love Let it go, forget. Virginia. Let it go. Let it go. Um... I will let it go as soon as you read me quote of the day. Well, I have a quote of the day. Let's see. Let's pull this bad boy up. <clears throat> I like this one, and this kind of goes along with our military, our military talk that we talked about briefly. You know, with because we come. I know we didn't. We didn't. Really even that's how it goes. It you know. See, that's why. That's why we don't tell you exactly <laughs> what we're going to talk about because we don't know yet. We never know what we're going to talk about. Uh, here's a quote. This is by James Baldwin. Says, I love America more than any other country in the world, and exactly for this reason, I insist on the right to criticize her perpetually. Mm. And I, I read that, and I was like, "Oh, right," because I, I'm one of those people. I'll be honest; like, I get up, I get upset if someone were to burn the American flag. Right? When I say I get upset, I, I'm not yeah. gonna. I don't know if I do anything about. I well, okay. If I saw it in person, I'd do something about it. I'm not a person that's gonna go post on Facebook about it because that's what I don't do. That period. But 
I was like, there's something to be said about criticizing the country and like before its betterment where the line is of criticizing it constructively and trying to make it better versus just belittling it. That's, you know, what needs to be drawn. Um, but I like that, right? Because it's, it's, Hey, because I love the country so much, like I need to criticize it to make it better. Yeah. Because I want it to be better. I, I know. I like that. I really like that. I think that that a lot of people get their hackles up. If you say anything negative, you know, if you say anything negative, you criticize right. it in any way. Well, then just move, move to another country. Yeah. Why don't you just move yeah. to another country? Blah, blah, blah. And I don't think that's the appropriate response. It's like if you cannot be mature enough to take criticism about uh, something that you, you know, an organization, country, idea right. that you are so attached to, then you're being right. ignorant like you're not you're not open and that like who here is the right. fool yeah you know who who's like no no can't ever say anything negative about about the united states it's the greatest country on earth fireworks you know right. and it's like how did we get here well we would still be a pretty crappy country if it wasn't for all the amendments yeah. you know if it wasn't for all of the changes that have happened over the years to make it a better country for everyone and we still have a ways to Being, go and you cannot get there without the without voices calling for change right, right? right. and and people forget that yeah and and it's it's like if you're the greatest country ever out of a bunch of amazing countries that's a feat but how good are all the countries we're comparing ourselves to you know what i mean like there's so many problems in the world is it really is it really even a flex to be like wow like I'm the best prisoner in this prison. Like I am, I am the best. <laughs> like, I'm the best guy. Thank you for listening to Siblings Unhinged. 
make sure to follow the podcast so you can listen to new episodes every Monday. Toodaloo. Bye.